Shalom, love, and blessings, Yahite family of Yah. Brother Judah here, um, Yahites, and this is my testimony. I'm going to be um, giving my testimony, um, and I have my beautiful Isha here. She is going to um, interject. Say hello, babe. Hello. Okay, so she she will interject when she thinks that there is things missed out or something to say or because she has heard the testimonies not just from me but from other people um from my family um you know and other people she's literally been with me for over half my life now um and so she's probably the best person because I don't really talk about personal stuff or stuff um, that's happened in my life. I kind of keep it between me and the person or the people that it's happened with in terms of um, life and uh, ministry, etc. Then, you know, it doesn't get publicized or, you know, I don't really, I'm not the type of person to kind of like broadcast, you know, I'm of the, the, the age and the generation. We didn't have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, all of these other self-promoting, what's that? TikTok. TikToks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so I didn't grow up with that kind of mindset and, or we didn't grow up like sharing your dinner on on pictures <laughs> yeah. or anything like that so it's not something that i do you know you get on with life um and that's it you know and who you're with is who you're sharing that time with you know and i'm still very much of that mindset but um it's been laid on me uh, to give my testimony and there's been questions that have arisen that if somebody had heard my testimony, they wouldn't have need to ask certain questions, you know. So um, hopefully this will be a blessing to you. And um, yeah, where do you think I should start? Where I think do you think I should start? At the beginning. At the beginning. How far in the beginning? So at the beginning from your experiences as a child. As a child, yeah. Okay, so as a child, um, from a very young age, I, um, I, before I went to school, I was being, I had what people would call angelic visitation. So I was visited by angels, and I was being taught things before I went to school. Um, subsequently, I I was reading before I went to school, um, and so yeah. You know, my mother's testified about this. Uh, father's testified about this. Um, he, well, she said, yeah, because she heard the testimonies from them. And there was a... On the last time, because I'd have two angels who would come and visit and teach and speak. And on the last time, they gave... They took me, so I would have... It's like visitations and then be taken and be taught. And 
on the last one they gave me some information they took me somewhere gave me taught me about something and then um a little while later it was what i had said so i shared it with my parents um and what i had said came to pass so now um but after that after i stopped uh getting the visitation from those angels um i i that's when i first started experiencing demonic attacks spiritual attacks yeah. is there something you just said yeah but i was going to say you, you, you know you said that the angels had you know they obviously they taught you things but one of the things that was clear they taught you to do was read because your yeah. mum was your mum said that when she heard she she was in the kitchen when she heard you reading Mm-hmm. came out and thought what's you know who's he talking to and realized that you were reading something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i can't remember if it was from a newspaper or, yeah it was a newspaper yeah a newspaper that was down there on the floor and you were reading it and your mum said how she, she just kept repeating the same words who who taught the baby how to read who taught the baby how to read and how frightened she was because she kept saying the same thing who taught the baby how to read yeah yeah so yeah. um that's just a little bit more detail <laughs> okay yeah but praise you um so so that was it yeah. yeah so and then all through school so my first encounter with angels was as a child then i started getting um uh, demonic attacks but the thing was they couldn't touch me the demons were not allowed to t- touch me and i say that because um they couldn't it was like they it was they could get close but they couldn't touch they could only kind of like torment you know so it was a lot of noise faces smells as well and it smells like um the smell wasn't just um how can you do sensory smell you could actually taste you know you could actually smell and taste the atmosphere change when demons were around yeah so subsequently um you know growing older more experiences, etc. Um, by the great grace and the gift of God, I was always like in the top class, top, um, top class, top in everything without even trying. And that was a grace and a gift. Um, and you know, I'm trying to make this not too lengthy, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and my dad was an assistant pastor. Yeah. And obviously I know that God is real because of the experiences that I've had from when I was very young. Um, he used to say that I used to come and ask some very strange questions, but he was an assistant pastor, but you know, um, there was a lot of stuff going on. And so I was very sensitive to, um, you know, spiritual things. And, that was growing up and it was part of a large church. And so, you know, as we're getting older, I'm, I'm kind of confused about the things that I'm seeing happening in the church behind, Mm. you know, the services going on, but what happens after service, what happens between church leadership, etc. And so there were things going on that was like, this don't make sense. Yeah. You know, um, but going into my teens, you know, um, there were 
as I said, things seemed very easy and things seemed to flow very, very easily. But I got convicted by the gospel. When I was younger in the junior school, this was it. So I remember hearing mm. this scripture. Um, and Enoch was not because he walked with the Lord. Mm. And from then, Enoch was like my superhero. Yeah. Because I kind of like imagine. Oh, wow. What does it mean to walk with the Lord? How is it he was not? What was he doing? Was he walking through a forest? <laughs> you know, from a kid's mind, yeah. Enoch was my Bible hero. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? He was my hero full stop. <laughs> because to be able to walk with God and then God takes you out, vroom, that was my mind and heart was fixed on that from a very young age. In my teens, convicted by the gospel, you know, but... um I was also gifted in music in terms of cre creativity-wise, writing-wise, etc. And opportunities started to open up. I had opportunities opening up in many different areas. Um, but the area that I really put, wanted to pursue was music. And um, so I was heading down that route uh, with the music. But at the same time, I was being convicted by the Holy Spirit of the gospel and I didn't know what was going on. So um, in the midst of mid-teens and going into my later teens, I remember, um, you know, because I was doing all type of things. I, I was now, um, I was training to be a sound engineer. I was producing, I was writing. Um, but, and I had a DJ, you know, I had a sound, mm. was doing DJing. Um, pirate radio yeah. I was doing a lot of stuff okay but the conviction of the Holy Spirit the gospel was 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 on me so um, one time I was going to studio to a studio and um, these were for you know artists who were out there at the time and <clears throat> I was stopped at Brixton stopped at Brixton um, tube station as I'm going in and there was a dread guy and what I mean like I nearly became a Rasta because of the name of Jah but I, I said to my dad yeah you know um, I talked to him about yeah they know the name of God they know the name and so because of that um, and they seemed kind of like righteous you know they lived a different life to to what normal people live it's kind of attractive to me mm -hmm. and because they knew the name of Jah but they this Rastafari thing was the thing that I couldn't get with but nevertheless I thought you know what to make a kind of statement I was going to locks up and I remember going to my dad and saying yeah 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 I'm going to locks up and my dad said who you no dread I live in this yard house <laughs> you know my dad was a hardcore Jamaican yeah so that went out the window I'm still a teenager I'm still at home so, you know, you've got to be obedient to your, to your parents. You've got to mm. obey your father. So I didn't locks up. And I didn't go down the dread route. Mm. All right. But still the name of, 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 of Yah, the name of God was still on me. And then that's when the gospel, I heard the true gospel. And it pricked my heart. But it pricked my heart in a time when my life was not right mm. with God. You know, I was... Um, out there, you know, partying. Um, and even to me, kind of partying wasn't that exciting. It was just about the music for me, mm. you know. Um, girls, my whole focus was money. Do you understand? I was just out there. 
And then this guy, who's got locks, came and gave me a Christian tract while I'm going into Brixton Station. Now that was like, it spun my head a bit. I'm like, what? A Christian? A dread? Mm-hmm. It's coming to give me a a a a a um a Christian tract, you know you know there were those little cheek tracts, yeah. cheek tracts. I remember them. You remember them, yeah. yeah. And so, um, I took it and I listened to him. I listened to what he said, you know. And he invited me to come down. He said that they have like uh, prayer meetings on a Saturday in the morning, yeah. So. I was like, okay, I listened to what he said, you know, and he had his their their number. He was a married guy, young guy, and I'm like, wow, okay. So he invited me to their house on on a Saturday morning, um, and I thought, yeah, you know, it, it kind of piqued my interest mm-hmm. because he was a dread and because he was a Christian. <laughs> you know, it just like those two combinations didn't you didn't see often yeah. in those times. So obviously, I'm still doing what I'm doing. Go to the studio do what I'm doing, parties, etc., etc. And obviously the music I'm making is worldly. Yeah, it's lust-driven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I was dealing with like R&B groups, R&B singers and rap groups, rappers. So I was still getting, um, what do you call it? Uh, spiritual attacks up until that time. Yeah. Late teens. And so I thought, ah, okay, let me at least, it kind of put my mind going back towards God. So naive as I am, I I said, you know, let me put the tract under my pillow because it had scriptures on it. And I thought, because any time before a spiritual attack, you you can smell and the atmosphere changes and I could taste it coming before any spiritual attack and so i thought if i get the tract and i read it then maybe Mm. it will stop the spiritual attack yeah and so um i had it there for uh maybe a few days and same thing the spiritual attack i felt the atmosphere changing etc but this time was there something? Because you're like kind of nodding no, and looking. No, no, no. Just, yeah, just listening. No, yeah. there's nothing you've missed. Nothing I've missed. Okay, no. that, that, right. Okay, so atmosphere changing. I'm in my flat. But this time now, I've moved out of home. I'm living by myself. Um, I've got a bed sit. And I, I discerned, sensed that there were the, the, I was going to get a spiritual attack. So I went to reach for the tract under my pillow. But before I could reach for the tract under my pillow, um, my hands were grabbed. Mm. This is just me in the um, my flat by myself. My hands were grabbed and then my legs were grabbed mm. and I couldn't move. Mm. I was on my back and I couldn't move. And this is the first mm. time, mm. like physically, and when I could feel fingers. Mm. I could feel like before mm. it was like a force, yeah. but this time it was like I could feel the physical touch of some something yeah. holding me, mm. and but it was more than one. Mm. It was at least like four, oh, yeah? yeah. 
one on each arm and one on each leg. So, mm. you know, you can feel the, 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 yeah. the grabbing of the hands around the wrists, arm and the ankles. Yeah. And kind of like they, they were there, but it didn't just hold. It was pushing. So like one hand to hold, one hand to push down. Yeah. On like the shoulders, yeah, and one each on the legs. So like one hand holding and then kind of pressing down on my body to keep me down. And I'd never felt it like that before. I never had that before. I'd seen them. I've seen demons as well. I've seen angels, but it was never like they were able to touch me physically. Yeah. So. I didn't know what to do. Now, I'm frightened. This time now, I'm frightened. I am properly shook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm properly shook because, like I say, you know, you feel the presence, you feel um, like a force holding you or anything, but nothing ever physical in that way. Yeah. Um, so now I'm there frightened. I'm saying, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Right? And... I heard a voice. Now my bed, the bed head was against the, the wall behind me. Yeah. So there's no way that anybody could stand behind me. But I heard a voice standing over me. And he says, call on the name of Jesus. Mm. Just call Jesus. Yeah. And again, now, now that shook me mm -hmm. because I'm like, who is that? Yeah. But as I heard the name, yeah. yeah and as I heard the voice, yeah. I felt hands go over my mouth. Yeah. So I'm laying and there's now hands holding me down and there's hands okay. over my mouth stopping me. It's like I could feel hand yeah. over my mouth. Oh, right. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. So I was literally screamed out. Now I couldn't say anything from my mouth, but it was from my heart and I was speaking. And the voice spoke again. Call from your heart. Speak from your heart. Oh God, hallelujah. Now, the windows are closed. Doors closed. I'm struggling to get free, but I can't, can't get free. And the voice is repeating, just call from your heart. And I started screaming from my heart. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And the the bed started to shake. Remember, no sound is coming out because I can't get no mouth mm. sound out of my mouth. God is good. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. The bed started to shake. And out of the corner of my mouth, I could it's like I could the words were like it's not just sound, it was like a force. Mm -hmm. And the corner of my mouth and the hands on me were shaking over my mouth mm -hmm. were shaking. The um on my arms were shaking, everything the bed was vibrating, everything shaking. And um as I'm there calling from my heart, out of my mouth, I'm just going like I can't, I can't explain. I can get a little thing from my mouth, and it's like the room itself started to vibrate and mm -hmm. shake. Yeah. And as I could get the gap on my mouth, as the, the grips were starting to loosen, I just cried, Jesus, Jesus. Oh. 
Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory Amen. to God. Hallelujah. 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 So, as the hands, the hands, just like they were forced to move, and as the hands moved, I screamed, "Jesus!" And it's like the room started to shake. Mm. And as I cried out, "Jesus!" and I continued to cry, "Jesus!" The everything let go. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 And the curtains themselves flapped like there was wind. Yeah, but you had no window. There was no window open, no nothing. And as I cried out that last, Jesus, it's like the hands let go and the curtains just flapped as if something flew out of the room. Yeah. And ever since that day, no demon has been able to come near me. And the voice continued to speak to me. Hallelujah. And gave me this scripture. Yeah. And it was like put on my heart. All right. Because remember, I I was moving with a lot of guys. Guys in the sound system. Guys in the music business. You know. Um, you know. I was a very disrespectful. Mm. And very kind of like arrogant. Because... Things came easy to me mm. this, 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 at the time. So, like, if I was going to check a girl, you know, and I would mock God because of what I'd seen in the church. Mm. So I had no respect for Christians. Yeah. I had no respect for the Bible. I had no respect for God. You ain't going to tell me nothing. Mm. Yeah? All right? And so if I'm going there and I'm going to check a girl and I'd see my friend, oh, yeah, what are you going to I said, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission <laughs> from God. Yeah? And I would laugh and go on my way. <laughs> But while I was still in that, in the midst of that, God delivered me. Amen. Amen. So any form of badness I was going to do, I would tell people, yeah, 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 I'm on a mission from God. Oh, wow. <laughs> so in the midst of that, God delivered me. Amen. And that's what happened. But in that, yeah. he put it on my heart. Yeah. And I had no idea what was going on. Mm-hmm. He put it on my heart to set a day aside for like Bible study. Mm-hmm. So I said Thursday. Yeah. But remember the God. prayer. He gave you a prayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gave me a prayer right yeah. there and then. Yeah. He gave me a prayer, told me to find the Bible. Right after that happened, Kurt's flapping, go and find the Bible. I'm saying, what Bible? What Bible mm-hmm. is, is what he's talking about? Mm-hmm. So I'm there scrambling. He said, you've got a Bible. Mm-hmm. Go and get your Bible. Wow. And so I went and I found the Bible in like my, my um, amongst all my things mm-hmm. from where I'd moved out of home. I hadn't looked at it, but it was the Bible that I got from school yeah. when you leave yeah. and you get people the, to sign yeah. your Bible yeah. when you're going out. Because I went to a Church of England school mm-hmm. called Emmanuel mm-hmm. and they give you a Bible and it was in Psalms. Mm-hmm. And he said... Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Mm-hmm. Unite my heart to fear your name. Mm-hmm. I will love you, O Lord my God, with all my heart, for great is your love towards me. You have delivered me from the depths of the grave. Hallelujah. So, from that day, because it was a Thursday, I said, right, okay. Bible study, and I told the guys, yeah. "Don't be coming to my flat with no nonsense." <laughs> you, you get what I mean? On this day, it's just Bible study. Yeah. You want to come? You come, yeah. So that was it. So I had some guys who would come up, yeah. all right. And so 
there were things that started happening, miracles started happening. And there's a few things that happened, but one notable, one notable thing happened. Um, because I was still going out like to parties, I was still going out like to drink cups and all this business. But one of the one of the evenings now I had a few people. There was like me and there was three guys who would come and would do. I was doing Bible study. I don't know nothing about no Bible study. Do you, do you get what I mean? I'd just open the scriptures and then we'd go into it. Yeah. So I got a phone call from a girl, a set of twins who I'd met um, while going to a drink up with my friends who were in the music industry, the music business, all right? And they're like, oh, I heard that you're doing, that you have a prayer meeting and a Bible study. And I'm thinking, how on earth do they know? Mm-hmm. And then, and then it's, again, how on earth did they get my number? Because <laughs> this wasn't in the time of like mobile phones and all yeah. this business. Yeah. They called the actual, my flat, the building, oh. the phone downstairs. So he said that their aunt is in hospital. And um, could we pray for her? Because she was seriously ill, like on, yeah. you know, uh, they don't know what's up with her, etc. <laughs> You're right there? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, I said, yeah, 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 cool. So now somebody's asked me to pray. I'm like, what? And I'm young, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> young. Yeah. And it's like, hmm? Okay, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, because it's me. Three guys, yeah. is it three or four guys? Three or four guys who was there with us. One of them is now a Christian. Two of them okay. are saved. Yeah. Properly saved. Yeah. Now, I went upstairs and said, look, yeah, 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 you know, we've we've got, a, 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 you know, these girls just called, these twins have just called and said, can we pray for her aunt? So we started praying. This time was about 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, it was just after 10 at night so we just got on our knees and just started to pray when we stopped praying we got it was after two in the morning you hadn't even realized we didn't realize that we didn't pray we were praying for like a solid four hours and we looked at the time and we was like wow but and then i was like just got this now i know it's an unction moving by the holy spirit like Go to the hospital. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yeah, let's go to the hospital. <laughs> let's go to the hospital. So like, how much money you got? So we we were looking at the money we got yeah. and um, to call a cab to go to Charing Cross Hospital. Mm-hmm. And so we had enough money to between us to get to Charing Cross because it's a quite a distance yeah. and to get the cab back. So while we were there, so we did that. I called, I said, um, it's, no, we went there and I was like, okay, trying to find the place. But as we got there, we sat down waiting, like, because, you know, you have to say who you are, etc. Yeah. And then the twins came running out of the ward and say, she's got up, she's got up. Oh. You know, she, and so apparently at the time we finished praying, mm-hmm. she sat up. And asked for a cup of tea, where she was out with wires in there, all pipes in there, and all this business, tubes, yeah. tubes and all this That's stuff. Right. But as I'm there, 
again, I heard a voice. You have to pray again. Oh. But now I'm like, what on earth? Wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah, you yeah, get what I mean? Yeah. But the testimony is, is that years later, the same brother who is now saved, who, who got saved, um, he heard the same voice. Oh. Yeah. That's but and but at this time, I'm looking at him. He's looking at me because I'm listening to the voice and he's looking at me because at the same time we're like, huh? and I didn't say anything. Yeah. So went in there, spoke with her, um, etc. And I'm just happy, yeah. you know, because they're overjoyed. She's up. Yeah. And then we left. We got the cab, came back. Yeah. Um, so that was like a bona fide miracle. Amen. You know, um, so from then, you know, the unction of God, you know, the, 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 the conviction of God was on me. Mm. Yeah. Hadn't been baptized at that time. Yeah. All right. Got to tell you, so then I, I took up the offer of the guy to go to his place for, and remember, I'm still doing music now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still doing music in the data because I was studying at SAE the School of Audio Engineering, but I was also still producing, I was writing, a DJ, still blah, blah. And I hadn't really stopped any of that. Yeah? The grace of God, man, is magnificent. Mm. Um, so I went to this Bible study, not Bible study, prayer meeting, in on a Saturday, this was in Thornton Heath. And um, went in there. Now, I'm going there and then I said, right, okay, I'm going to studio afterwards. Mm -hmm. So now there's a whole lot of guys in here. And um, so I came in in the middle of it. All right. And um, <clears throat> so stayed there, you know, they're giving their word, etc. You know, and they were all standing. And then they said, right, let's pray. You know, and so they all prayed. Everybody's praying, and obviously I'm respectful because growing up with the church, etc. And I said, um, and I didn't say anything, so I just bowed my neck, by my by my head, and then stopped praying. And then one person said, "I saw you. I just had a vision. I saw you pointing to pointing you. to me." And I'm like, "What?" And then these other guys. There was about three guys, three or four guys, who said, "I just saw you in a vision." Wow. Yeah. I was just praying and the Lord spoke to me and they started to speak to me. God, give me a word for you, this, blah, blah, blah. And they said, we saw you. You were dressed in a shepherd's outfit and you had a staff and there were people behind you. Yeah. And I'm like, it was a bit much for me because I'm like, what are these guys talking about? You get what I mean? I'm, I'm meant to be going to the studio. That's what's on your mind. So... And as I'm walking out the door, I said, you know, I've got to go. I've got to go. Because it was getting a bit intense for me, mm. you know. And they're still talking to me, you know. It was like, you know, embracing me. And they said, give your life to Christ, you know. God's got a plan for you, etc., etc." Even as I'm going out the door, it's like, yeah, 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 brother. Oh, you know, they were very nice people. Yeah. But I just wanted to get out of there as quickly as possible. <laughs> so, but the conviction was still on me. And I remember going on a bit and I'm just missing things as I'm going on. So you still buy records. You're going to Red Records in Brixton and, you know, you get, and wherever we can get records, etc. 
and I remember sitting down in a friend's place and this 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 guy and obviously these guys aren't saved and put on a song by the Winans. Oh. Give me you. Yeah, and we're just going through records mm-hmm. like you do as DJs. You're going through records and what you've bought yeah. and what you're going to play. Yeah. And um, so, and this guy wasn't in with us as DJs. He's just a record collector. Okay. But just sharing what he'd got. Right. And he started to play this song. Um, and all I heard is, After all this time, still you hesitate. Oh, make up your mind before it's too late. I'll be all you need if you give me you. That song. So those lyrics. You know, I listen to music all the time. Yeah. Man, I felt what I now know is the presence of God. Amongst all these guys, <laughs> you get me? Yeah. We're sound men. You get yeah. DJs, etc. Yeah. Yeah. And tears started to go. And I'm there trying to stop these. Put my head down. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And the lyrics, and he decides to flip it over because remember it's vinyl and it's a twelve inch. <laughs> you get what I mean? And again, the guy's playing it, and every word, every lyric oh. is hitting me hard, mm-hmm. man. And I'm just t- trying to stop these tears from flowing because I don't know where these tears are coming from, mm-hmm. and what this thing is, what this, what this feeling I'm feeling. And so, two twos, I try to find the church, and I went. As quickly as I could, found a church. The man said, who wants to give their life to Christ? Mm-hmm. Me, put my hand up. Yeah. I rushed to the front of the church. <laughs> Got, and um, who wants baptism? Me, I want baptism. <laughs> yeah. So I went and I got baptised. Yeah. yeah. But I still, there's no one there really guiding, guiding or showing yeah. or, 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 you know, discipling. Mm-hmm. All right. No one is questions. It's really, you know, the same old, same old Christian church that I'd known yeah. from when I'm growing up. Yeah. yeah. And so there was no one. So I quickly, and I'm there trying to go to a Bible study, go to prayer meeting, but it's all about tithe. It's all about make sure you give your offering, make sure you give your tithe, make sure you come Bible study, make sure you come prayer meeting, make sure you come church. Yeah. And I'm like, there's nothing. Yeah. Do you understand? There's no um, growth, mm-hmm. you know. And so I'm just going through the motions, as it were, but yet still doing the DJing, doing the music, production, writing, etc. And I remember in this period, you know, um, I went with some guys who were doing... Um, Music. We went to a. This is before actually. We went to a drink up, um, even because she was one of the girls, who. Yeah, I'll leave that. Like I say, there's so much stuff, mm. but, um, so going on now. So, the conviction of the Holy Spirit is on me, even though I'm kind of disillusioned with the church, and to me it's all about money, and, um, you know. I didn't see the presence of God, the truth of God and the growth. And so I kind of became disheartened. Yeah. yeah. yeah? And I'm, I'm not just going to one church. I'm going to churches, you know, because I had a desire to be around yeah. um, God's people. Yeah. So 
I started to um, the the lifestyle I was living, the conviction in me was was that you know, it's wrong, mm. you know, all the amount of girls, mm. the music, mm. everything was just wrong, yeah, and then I met my uh, beautiful Isha, and but how that happened was, I I prayed, I said, God, I prayed, and I I prayed and I wrote a letter to God, mm. and I said if I don't find I said, I'm asking you for, for a wife. Give me a wife. Give me a woman. Yeah, because I said, on the 31st of December, I'm either going to do one of these two things because I know the way I'm going that I will either get AIDS and die. Um, or And I felt myself at that time, I was just losing myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was losing all respect for women because the women in, in, in the music industry, they don't... You know, because they know you're a producer, songwriter, you've got connections, etc., etc., they just throw themselves at you. Mm. So I was losing respect, and I was like, you know, God, I've got a mother, I've got sisters, do you understand? Yeah. And I can't be thinking the way I'm thinking about women when, when I have a mother and I've got sisters, sisters and yeah. I, I was just bled, downright disrespectful. Right. So I prayed to God for uh, a woman because that's it and within a month I met my wife who was to be my wife and within a year we were married mm. and just after a year from that I was um, re-baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit Amen. filled with the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. yeah and then from that time from day one yeah. because they said um You've been not just been filled with the Holy Spirit. You said you've been filled with the Holy oh, Ghost and, and power, power and fire. Mm-hmm. They wanted me to start, go up, start ministering the week after with the music. And they said, come mm-hmm. with your yeah. keyboards and all that. Yeah. And I didn't go up because I was very kind of upset because um, my Isha, my wife, can sing. And they said, no, but you, she, she had to like... Because the rule of the church was that you couldn't go and join a choir or join any ministry for six months. You had to sit down for six months and prove your faithfulness for six months after receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit, after be, being baptized and, and being in the church. And I was like, no, if you've got a rule, stick to your rule. You know, I didn't understand um, you know, so I said, listen, I, whatever equipment and keyboards I've got, I'll, you, I'll bring them to church. So this is what I did. I brought the keyboard to church. I set it up yeah. and then I'd sit down yeah. because I'm like, I'll sit down for the six months yeah. because this is your church rule. Why are you giving me preference yeah. over anybody else? You know, um, and so that was that was an apostolic church that, that we got baptized and filled in the Holy Spirit. With. And so straight away, like I said, they wanted to minister me to minister from the very next week. So that was the Sunday. The very next Sunday, they wanted me to be up there with, with the others, with the bishop, pastor, etc., etc., etc. So it's, it transpired that after a little while, the Holy Spirit um, allowed us to move from there. It said, you can move now. Yeah. yeah? Um, in this time, I am getting to know um, God getting to know his voice etc but I was receiving a lot of visions and dreams and they literally started immediately mm. 
immediately. And you've got to understand, it's like you go from not to, like, yeah. it's like zero to 100 yeah. in the time it took to be baptized and receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know? Um, and so I received a lot of visions, a lot of dreams, and God was speaking. Um, but I didn't truly understand everything that was going on. Um, so that continued. We go to the next church, which was a New Testament church. Yeah. So we go from an apostolic church yeah, to a New Testament church. And still, you know, um, the Lord is speaking, bringing messages. And they, uh, they uh, put me forward to be, to have position in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were trying to prepare me to be pastor in that church mm-hmm. with the with the bishop and there um but so i bring up, i brought a word to the church and it was rejected yeah. i was given a word directly to give to the bishop mm-hmm. and it was rejected but a year from that and then i got ill but before that, they laid hands on me to the, for the ministry because, well, not because, but they, they, the elders laid hands, the pastors, um, bishop, etc. And, but at that time, no one was really going out ministering, you know, preaching the gospel, you know, evangelizing. So because I couldn't find anybody, I went out on the street myself, by myself, mm-hmm. um, to go and evangelize, you know, and that's the first time I heard the name Yah, and um, that's when I started searching the scriptures even more deeply, etc. Um, now I'm covering a lot of ground very quickly, you know. Uh, I do go think on. you should just quickly say how go you on. heard the name Yah. Yeah, when I was out evangelizing, mm-hmm. out of nowhere, this guy he was huge tall came up from it was west croydon train station mm-hmm. and he came and he goes so i approached you know i'm speaking and then i approached went to him mm-hmm. and um he said what do you want and he he started walking towards me and he looked at me and he goes oh you're one of yahweh and i was like what mm-hmm. so the guy wouldn't come near me mm-hmm. but it's what he said He's like, you're one of Yahweh's or Yahwah's. Mm-hmm. Just said it like that, looked at me and kind of just avoided me, just like a... Uh, um, took a wide berth. Took around. a wide berth around me. Mm. Yeah. Um, but that stuck in my head. Because you were like... Okay. I'm like, who's that? Who's, who's Yahweh? Who's Do <laughs> You get what I mean? Yeah. So, and then I started to seek mm. the name yeah. of Yah. Amen. So, yeah. And so, you know, at that church, a lot of stuff happened at the church. Um, uh, You know, and God was, you know, working through me, proving his presence with me um, for his glory. Um, Put before the elders, etc., to be prayed on, to be, to, that God would deal with me, whatever. And then, the bishop himself then to be private and put his hands on me, etc. Um, also, at the time I was put forward, 
And I was teaching and preaching as well in front of the church, um, giving the word, etc. Um, I'm trying to get through this because I'm looking at the time and I want to um, uh, do it, give this in under an hour in, the, in a certain amount of time. Um, but the time when I was put forward to be um, a priest. So there's a, there was an Orthodox priest in this country, Greek Orthodox, and a Celtic Catholic. So I was I'd been presented to be to be be a um, a priest, a, a by ritual priest priest. So to be um, to be ordained in the Orthodox Church. Mm-hmm. So the plan was, you know, after conversations etc., to be ordained. And we were going to move and the whole family was going to move, etc. Yeah. And, you know, they were talking about giving us new names and all this type of stuff. And so the plan was to go to Ireland mm. and be ordained yeah. in the um, Celtic Catholic Church and then go to Athens. And I would have been ordained and rebaptized in the um, Greek Orthodox Church. Then you get a new name. Um, they were preparing a house yeah. and all this type of stuff. You know, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you you know, you'll never be without money." You know, they're very generous, etc. You know, it was a whole sales pitch. Now, um, my Isha was dead set against it. She even came up out and said, "Say it, say what you said." <laughs> yeah, not just frightened, but you said, "If you do this," no, go on. She said, "If you do this, I'm not with you. I'm gone." Yeah, but. Little did she know that the Holy Spirit was already speaking to me. Mm. And the Holy Spirit had said to me that if I go through with this, mm. I will no longer be, um, uh, I, would, no, I would speak, I would become a spokesperson or a servant for that yeah. organization. Yeah. yeah. I would no longer be able to be a servant for him. Amen. Yeah. I would no longer be representing him because, Jesus. yeah. That was a frightening time. 100% it was frightening. Mm. And so I didn't go through with it. Yeah. And we were literally weeks away. Yeah. Uh, remember the, the bishop came, the, the both the bishops, they come with the robes, you yeah. remember? Yeah. <laughs> so they come with these big robes yeah. so that because, so I didn't have to pay out to get robes um, thingy, th- these bishops gave me their robes. Yeah. You know? And it was rather like, and I remember putting on the robes and it was like David mm. putting on that armor yeah. of someone it was like it's like it didn't feel yeah. right. Yeah. It wasn't a fit. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. And um so yeah, it didn't go through with it. Mm. Didn't go through with it. Um and then <clears throat> because of what happened at the church with the word being rejected, um, in the time of my illness as well, um, of the illness that I went through, um, I had a brain tumour. Um that when you received the dream, with what? Sorry, I thought it was about that. Was that about the time you got that dream? No, no, no. Okay, all right. So yeah, thank you. Okay. See, this is what I need you here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so on one of the days when I was preaching, I was meant to preach at this New Testament church and give the word. Um, and I pray as I do before I go up to give any word, and uh. I received a vision or an experience, whether in the flesh or out of the flesh, I don't know. Mm. But I was taken up, and it wasn't the first time I'd been mm. taken up. 
and I was taken up and I was standing on the ferment and Yahushua was there but he was saying nothing and um, without going to, into the whole um, vision experience what happened was he showed me like I was standing on water but the earth was beneath me and my feet I was looking at other people who weren't who weren't aware that the Messiah Yahushua right was, was right there. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm trying to call out to them. Mm -hmm. you know. But as I was focused on them, mm -hmm. I didn't realize that my feet were sinking. Mm -hmm. Now, um, when I looked and saw my feet had sunk to where my ankle was mm -hmm. in this water, and um, I looked and I was frightened when I saw because I know what that means. Yeah. yeah? Mm -hmm. And I looked um, at Yahushua and he, he just looked at me and he didn't just open his mouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like he spoke without words mm -hmm. and he gave me instructions. Mm -hmm. Now, and then I went and when I mean at that service, wow, people gave their life to Christ. Mm -hmm. So many things happened. Yeah. But um, what I had given the word to, to the pastor, the bishop, came to pass a year yeah. after I'd given the word. Mm. But God had already separated us from the church yeah. at that time. Yeah. And he called me and begged me to come back, but I didn't feel the lean of the Holy Spirit yeah, to come back. Right. Yeah, Because he'd rejected the word, yeah. and but everything that the Lord said was going to happen, happened. Yeah. Yeah. So... After that, as the Lord had shown, I went through a little wilderness period where I was trying to run away from God yeah. because the things that had transpired in the church hurt. Yeah. Um, go on. I don't, it, it wasn't just running away from God. I think the, the wilderness period was, yes, you were, you did kind of run away. Yeah. But then there was also that wilderness period where, as, as I saw it and was yeah. trying to explain to you at that time, mm. Is like one way to describe. It's like God would only have you to Himself. Amen. So you were feeling lonely. You were wondering yep. where all the men were. Where where all the men? Yeah, were. and he'd he'd already showed me in the vision yeah, what was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you were going through. You're just like, where is everybody? And even yeah. with me, your own wife, you just felt this loneliness. Yeah, but very. I could, you. I could see that God was having you unto Himself, and Amen. and then later on, I was able to explain that when you look in the Word of God. All those men of God had their wilderness period mm -hmm. where God just had them unto to himself. himself. Amen. And, uh, but I think as a man, when you're going through it, mm -hmm. it's a hard thing. And that's why I think... And you don't understand. You don't, don't recognise. Yeah. And I think there are many men out there that are going through this wilderness period, but they haven't heard anybody else speak about it. Amen. They don't Amen. understand what's happening. Mm. But it's a time where God, I think, is where he's bringing men unto himself. Amen. Amen. Yeah, Amen. But I'll carry on. Yeah, Sorry. no, 100%. Thank you for that. Because um, I tell you, when you're going through something, mm -hmm. when you're watching somebody going through something and the person going through it is completely different perspective. Yes. You know, um, but it was in that time now yes. when God commanded me to, by His Holy Spirit, to go into fasting mm -hmm. and prayer. And then He gave, told me, write, I must write out the Torah. Yeah. Write it out. But he, he 
um, as he showed me how to write it out, um, he would show me how to write it out. Don't write it out as it's written mm. in the scripture. Mm. Put it together as he he shows me. It was then when he showed me that I that he showed me that the Torah is actually a um, uh, it's a, a proper legal document. Mm. It is a um, it's a document that ratifies a true kingdom. And he taught me that it, the kingdom is a true, true kingdom. Mm. That that is a legal document. It's not just um, what we look at as a religious book. It's a legal document. It's a constitution mm -hmm. for a kingdom. It, it is a constitution people. for a kingdom. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. It's a constitution for a true kingdom that will be set up Amen. on earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it's a the kingdom of Christ, Yahushua the Messiah, is a true kingdom. The kingdom of Yah is a true kingdom. The kingdom of Yah God is a true kingdom. Yeah? And it has everything that denotes a kingdom to be sovereign and um, uh, ratified over all God over all standards. Yeah? So and it was and that's when he gave me the ministry of Yahites. He gave that to me at that time. And the rest, as it were, is history. And many things have happened even since then. Yes. But that's it. In very, very short, because I'm trying to speed through, that's my testimony. Amen. Amen. Um, yes. <laughs> she said over two decades in less than an hour. Hallelujah. But Yah has been good. He's been real. Um you know, and he's been faithful to his promise and his word. And from one who, um, from one who God has called from when he's young and has been through it. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. Um, I'm just saying that the grace of God to whom much is forgiven. He who is forgiven much, loves much. Amen. He who is forgiven much, loves much. I cannot overemphasize the reality and the power of God and his love. And the fact that we have to be holy. So... I just hope this has been an encouragement or it's given you more of an insight into who I am and where I'm coming from. There's a lot more behind what I said, obviously. <clears throat> like I said, it's over two decades. Um, almost three decades yeah. in just under an hour. Shalom, love and blessings because this thing's going to cut out. <laughs> Shalom, love and blessings.